The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. And I'm Mary Preston. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a life coach, and I'm the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. I help healthcare professionals reverse their burnout using my three-phase Goodbye Burnout process. And if that sounds like you, friends, you should definitely jump into the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group. That link is going to be in the show notes. Come join us. And of course, any questions about any of our programs, the podcast, anything health and wellness related, come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group or find us on our websites or on the social medias. We will answer all of your questions. All right. So on to our topic of the day, which is, and I'm so excited about this, <sighs> that you cannot hate yourself thin no matter how hard you try. So in this no episode... I know. We try so hard, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> in this episode, we discuss why hating yourself thin just doesn't work, my friends, and what to do instead to lose pounds. But first, I want to share with you an amazing review from one of our subscribers. And this, this uh, review is from Oregon Melissa. Hmm. She says, such a positive message. I really enjoy hearing these two well-educated, articulate, and fun women discuss all things about wellness. They cover a broad range of topics, and I especially appreciate the easy, everyday tips to include better wellness habits into your life. Great podcast. Thanks, Melissa. We yeah, really appreciate you. it. <laughs> so if you want your name to be read on our podcast, then you should write a review for us, and we'll read it for you. Do it. <laughs> okay so take it away talk to us okay guys uh you know there seems to be this idea in the weight loss world that if you are cruel and mean enough to yourself then you will lose weight mm -hmm. it's part of diet and weight loss culture you know we look at our bodies and we are not happy with some part of it you know like my tummy isn't flat enough you know i have side rolls my thighs are so huge and we go to shame and hate towards our body. So when we have those thoughts about our body, you know, we hate it, right? Yep. We get mad at ourselves for not being able to have a flat tummy or not being able to get rid of those side rolls or not being able to have skinny thighs. We believe that if we are mean enough to ourselves that we will lose weight. We spend hours in the gym and eat very little as a way of punishing ourselves for not being thin or having the ideal body type. Absolutely. Yeah. So why do we believe that if we are cruel and mean enough that we will listen and finally not eat all the cookies? You know, where does this mindset come from? Where will, um, where we believe that, you know, the meaner we are to ourselves, the more weight we'll lose. Yeah. So I've done that for so long. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Right? 
And I mean, you, you just hear it in conversation too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the part that really, like, that's why I'm really excited about this because Mm -hmm. in groups of women, like how often do you hear like, Oh, I like, I hate my stomach and yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's cut it out. Sorry. Side note. (laughs) Side note, cut it out. Um, so, you know, when you are unhappy with your body and start hating on your body, you want to change it. And therefore you diet or spend hours in the gym or both. And I am here to tell you that you can't hate yourself then no matter, no matter how much negative self-talk and mental punishment you give yourself, you will not maintain sustainable weight loss or weight management. And I say sustainable weight loss because there might be, a, you know, like you might lose 10 pounds, but then the weight comes back. You know, it's right. kind of like this roller coaster. So I'm talking about like a sustainable weight that's manageable. Yeah. Because we are, we are good at being very cruel to ourselves short term. Like. Right. Right. And you guys, punishment is not an option. Food is never a reason to punish yourself. And I know I have found myself many times eating too much and then punishing myself by spending extra hours in the gym the next day to quote unquote, burn off the extra calories. Yep. Um, (laughs) And you know, like this made me hate the gym and working out and it made me not like myself for the choices I made around food. And this negative spiral of thoughts and feelings just caused me to eat more food feel guilty for overeating and work out even more to punish myself. And I can remember like the elliptical. <laughs> oh yeah. That, the elliptical is a great punishment. Like it is so great. Just what, like, why else would you go on that machine? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry if you like the elliptical machine. <laughs> it's like my own personal hell. <laughs> and the stair stepper too. Yes. The stair stepper and the elliptical machine like for yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah, I feel like those are specifically set up like for punishing yourself into calorie burning, you know? Yeah. It's like how many calories can I burn? Right. Um, so yeah, hating yourself or punishing yourself for not eating the perfect diet or not losing the weight you had hoped will just push yourself deeper into the diet binge shame and blame cycle. When we think the negative thoughts that we like, you know, they would, sorry, sorry. Can you pause? Pa- I'm pausing. I'll sorry. listen back to it. I'm just like ugh, brain farting. <laughs> okay. When we think negative thoughts that seem like they would help you lose weight, uh, you know, things like you need to lose at least 10 more pounds. I'll only be loved when I lose weight. Why can't you lose weight? Or, you know, like you're such a failure. Yeah. And, you know, you're, when you're thinking these things, you're creating negative emotions like shame, hate, and undeserving. And when you feel shameful or hatred or undeserving, what do you tend to do? Yeah. Um, eat more food? Cookies. Really? <laughs> And this action keeps us from losing weight and keeping us in this cycle. Yep. Um, So this negative self-talk needs to stop. It's not supporting you in your relationship with food. You are developing a negative mindset towards food and exercise. And these things should be, you know, a positive in your life. Food should 
fuel and nourish your body and exercise to stay healthy, reduce stress and increase endorphins. And it feels good. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If you find yourself hating yourself in hopes that it will help you lose weight, changing this mindset and thoughts about yourself, food and exercise can be difficult. Um, If hating ourselves doesn't help us lose weight on a sustainable level, then what will? So like, what is the solution? If we can't hate ourselves, then what can we do? Yeah. No other option. I have three ideas for you that are based on mindset. They have nothing to do with changing your food or working out more or less. You know, it's amazing to see how by just changing your thoughts in your head um, or your approach, how much the rest of your life changes. So my first solution I have for you is accepting where you are now. We must accept where we are now in order to change where you want to go. Accepting our weight and our relationship to food, whether that be overeating, emotional eating, or binge eating, must happen first before you can make a change. This is probably a new concept for you, but trust me, it has worked for me and for my clients. You can simply tell yourself, I am right where I need to be. I accept myself as I am now. Can I, can I say that a yeah. lot of folks who I talk to about this have this worry Maybe mm-hmm. we can speak to this really quick. Yeah. They worry that if they accept themselves the way they are, right? If I accept, say, my belly, the size that it is right now, mm-hmm. that I will not, right? Because I'm accepting it, there's no reason to change. And so I'll just, I think there's an idea that like, I'll get lazy. I'll just, I just mm. want to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. You feel, yeah. No, I hear that too. Like, oh, well, if I accept my weight that, you know, I won't change it or, and I'll just be okay with it. Like, well, A, what's wrong with that? (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) True. B, um, I know it seems so counterintuitive Mm -hmm. because we're so used to like, oh, I hate my stomach. I want to change it. I hate my thighs. I want to change them, you know, but really accepting where you are now And then from that place, you can make good decisions. You can make positive choices and positive changes. Right. If that's what you want to do afterwards. Because I have discovered that some things, when I accept, I'm like, oh, turns out I don't care (laughs) if I change or not. It's lovely the way it is. Right. Some, I'm like, well, I can just enjoy myself and move and have a good time and eat good food. And if it changes, that's great. But yeah. Not with a, I think we were just like we talked about before, like the only option is to like whip yourself into shape. Mm -hmm. And so this is a hard one, but you know, just bouncing off of what Kisa said, it is true. And I, I encourage you to at least give it a solid effort of accepting yourself the way you are. Exactly. Uh, My second strategy is, body neutrality. And you know, what I would like to offer you is to open up to the idea of accepting your body. And now I'm not saying you need to love your body. And in fact, if you currently hate your body, I don't want you to even think about loving your body. Like don't even go there because you're just going to resist it. Right. Um, so what I want to offer, I want, you know, I want to offer body neutrality or body acceptance to you. Um, 
So with body neutrality, you simply look at your body without any real emotion. So no hate, no love. Your body is neutral. It's there. It's functional as a human body. Um, so to, to move towards body neutrality, I invite that you start looking at your body with neutral facts, such as, you know, I have a body. I'm human. I have two functioning hands that help me to pick up my daughter or whatever yeah. it could be. Um, you know, my legs get me from one point to another. They can walk and even run. Um, so these thoughts are simply looking at your body from a viewpoint of what it can do its function and its ability. And I also encourage you to help with body neutrality is to look at your environment. Look at your social media. Is it full of flawless models with six pack abs and perfectly sculpted butts? Because <laughs> <laughs> some people are. <laughs> so you can filter your social media and start following people who represent the real person and promote the whole person versus just the body. And, you know, do this and see how your thoughts about your body shift and change. Love it. And then the third um, idea I want you to um, look at would be to be curious and not cruel. So what I mean by this is, you know, like you're going to screw up, right? You're going to overeat something you didn't intend on eating. You're not going to eat a perfect diet. This is part of life. Like nobody's perfect, right? We all know that, but we'd never really take it to ourselves. Yeah. Right. Um, so, you know, at this point, like say you overate at this point, you have two options. Option one is to do what you have always done by beating yourself up and punishing yourself for eating too much of something, which results in feeling guilt and shame. And, you know, this is a cruelty mindset and it's what you've always been doing and what results have it, has it gotten you? You know, are you still trying to lose weight? Do you still hate your body? Are you overeating? Um, so what I would like to offer you is a second option and that is to come from a place of curiosity. So instead of beating yourself up for overeating, come from a place of curiosity. Why did I choose to overeat? What was going on that caused me to overeat? Was I stressed? Was I overwhelmed? Was I sad and wanted something to cheer me up? Was it my thoughts that caused the desire? So really looking at it as like investigating versus beating yourself up. I like it. And, you know, look at your thoughts, feelings, and actions from a place of curiosity and love. And never put yourself down for something you ate. That's not an option. I like love when that. When you start putting yourself down, you're like, oh, that's not an option. I got to Not do an option. Else. Ooh, I'm going to say that to myself. Not an option. I think I learned that from Anna. Oh. That's <laughs> not an option. Just that. <laughs> yeah. Mary's sister. Uh, it was in regards to something else, but then I like took it to this. <laughs> I love that. It's like, it's not an option. Um, so yeah, when you come from a place of curiosity and love, you get amazing answers from yourself. You will learn so much about yourself and your relationship to food just from having a curiosity mindset. Ask yourself loving questions and investigate why you overate and you will get some powerful responses. And you know, like I just said, self-punishment is not an option. Oh, I love that. <laughs> One more time. Shout it from the oh, oh, rooftops. Yes, yes. Just not an option. 
self-punishment is not an option. (laughs) Okay. Wait, did y'all hear that? Okay. Okay. (laughs) So I have five tips for you guys um, to put a stop to hating yourself then. And the first one is to identify your current thoughts and accept them. So like I said, you got to accept where you are now. So to change anything, we must first accept where we are now. So write down all of your thoughts that you have about your body, what you think you should be eating, your perception on food, how you feel about your weight and your ability to eat or not eat certain foods. Um, Then really look at these thoughts and accept them as your thoughts. They're not truths. They're just things that you are thinking. So look at them as if they were thoughts of your best friend. You'd be like, oh, that's so not true. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you're like, oh, my tummy has rolled on it. So ugly. And like if your best friend said that, you'd be like, um, no. Uh, Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) So, you know, those are only thoughts. Realize that you're choosing to think these thoughts and that they're only thoughts, not the truth. And our second tip is to be compassionate with yourself. And when making any kind of change, coming from a place of compassion will serve you so much more than when you are judgy and cruel to yourself. I know that this may seem counterintuitive, but believe me, it works. Um, You know, I, I can't emphasize that, you know, look at the situation as if it was your best friend. You would only have compassion for your best friend. You would never say, you suck. I can't believe how fat you are. <laughs> I know, isn't it? It's hard to even even say, say it out loud. Seriously. <laughs> I can't say it seriously. But you know, it's like these things that we say to ourselves. It's like, imagine saying that to your best friend. You would never do that. Right? You know? So that's, and just, that's a really good, it's a good thing to practice, right? Like if you do it, tip number one, and you write mm-hmm. down all of your thoughts about food, mm-hmm. and then you get together with your best friend and you read those thoughts as if you were talking to your best friend, like really get your best friend into the room with you. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Like you yeah. never talk to your best friend that way. Don't talk yeah. to yourself that way. Yeah. Whew, that'd be powerful, Mary. <laughs> I know. Kisa's got one more thing written down there and she couldn't even say it out loud, right? Because that's Right. Things, like, there are things I've said to myself over the years, you know, I've mm-hmm. done a lot of work on this, but there are things that we've said and it's yeah. like, you would never say that to people. Right. It's cruel. Yeah. Okay. Tip number three, brainstorm new, useful, and believable thoughts. So what are some thoughts about your body, diet, perception of food that would help you to be more compassionate towards yourself? Um, Go ahead and write a list of all the thoughts that would help you become supportive and kind towards your journey to change your relationship with food and yourself. Now, very important, these thoughts need to be believable. So, you know, what are some thoughts that are um, heading towards a positive mindset that you believe? Maybe it's something like, I am learning to be compassionate towards myself. I am beginning to work on changing my thoughts towards myself when it comes to food. I always love I have a body Mm -hmm. that's so neutral, like super neutral. Can't argue with it. Yeah. I am capable of being kind to myself. This thought is not an option. Mm -hmm. I love that one too. (laughs) This is only a thought. There is no truth to it. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. (laughs) 
So, and it's, like I said, like back to the body neutrality, it's, you know, we're not like going to love and daisies and rainbows and unicorns, you know? I mean, ultimately, that'd be cool. Ultimately, that's what you want. But we know for everyone that that is a huge leap when you are, if you're listening to this and you're cruel to yourself, yeah, I love my body. I'm so gorgeous. It's hard to believe. Like if, if I were to say that, like, oh, you just need to think how much you love your body. You would like be like, you're ridiculous. In the meantime, I'll just tell you, I'll just tell you all that I love your body. I think you're gorgeous. Yeah. In the meantime, you can just think about your neutral body. Yeah. Uh, So tip number four is think these thoughts on purpose. Now you have to think them on purpose. Just because you write them down and say them a time or two, it does not mean that these thoughts become automatic. New skills take some time to practice and become second nature. Just like learning how to do a handstand takes deliberate practice. You need to practice over and over in order for... um, like to make the thoughts second nature. And plus you're like kind of overpowering these deep rooted thoughts and which become beliefs that you have about your body and food and working out, you know? So you have to actually take the time and think these thoughts on purpose. And my last tip for you, tip number five is to be patient. I know it's so hard, guys. And like, this is the one thing, like when I talk mm-hmm. to people about weight loss, like it just takes so long. Like I want to see results like yesterday, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's, I know it's super hard to be patient. It's like a two-year-old, like it's really hard for them to be patient, man. But we can do it. We're adults now. We're adults. So, you know, learning a new skill takes time. Um, think of a baby when they learn to walk. They don't just all of a sudden stand up, walk, and then walk for the rest of their life without falling down. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be awesome. Got this, mom. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Bye, mom. <laughs> Out of here. No, they, they pull themselves up to a standing position. You know, they take a step and fall, and they get back up and try again. They do this countless times until they have mastered walking. And guess what? I'm a full-grown adult, and I still stumble and even fall sometimes. True. So I punish myself for falling or tripping? No. <laughs> I may get a little embarrassed, or I may just laugh it off. You know, I um, may look around for like, oh, what caused me to trip? Like, was there a root or a rug that I tripped on? And sometimes then I go about something. my day, <laughs> and that's the end of it. <laughs> you know, what if you treated eating food like tripping? What if you ended up eating more cookies than you planned and instead of giving up your diet or beating yourself up, you said something like, huh, I wonder why I ate all those cookies. What, what, you know, what was going on with me? What feeling did I not want to feel? And then you went about your day. <laughs> How different of an experience would that be for you? How would that change your feelings towards yourself and your actions. Yes. And you guys, I got a bonus tip for you. Bonus tip. I just couldn't, uh, couldn't edit it down. Um, my bonus tip for you is to find support. And this one is huge. So many of us want to do this on our own, either because we're ashamed of our dysfunctional relationship to food or because we are stubborn and we think we can just do it on our own. 
But when you have the support from the right people who understand where you have been and how to help you make lasting changes, it's a game changer. Yep. So I highly recommend finding a group that can support you or a coach that can help you find the path to creating a positive relationship with food. You know, changing your relationship to food will be life changing. Absolutely. Yeah. Just think of all you could do, all the brain power and all the emotional energy you would have if you weren't always thinking and worried about what you were eating or how many hours you need to spend in the gym. Yep. So yep. Find, find a group of people that will talk about something else. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I got for you guys. I love that. I, you know, I always, it's so funny, right? If I talk to my clients about this all the time, if being cruel to ourselves did any good, like we would be one, we would be so skinny. We would right. all be so beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like if it worked, we would already have the things that we're being cruel to ourselves about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just doesn't yeah, work. Exactly. It doesn't work. Yeah. It's like doing this. Have you seen results? Right. And has, you know, do other people see results? Oh, yeah. Maybe cool. for a month or two. It just doesn't, it just that. doesn't work. And there's lots yeah. of other reasons I don't want you to do it. But, you know, if that's yeah. the only one, like it just doesn't even, it's just not even the best tool. Yeah. Cruelty. <laughs> don't use cruelty as a tool. <laughs> cruelty, not a weight loss tool. Not a weight loss tool. Thank you. Thank you, folks. <laughs> and drop oh. mic. Drop mic. Okay, my friends, that is it. That's all we have for you. Thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening into our show. Tune into our next episode where we're going to talk about how to tolerate your family during the holidays. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so great. If you'd like to know more about us, if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. You can also find me at my website at www.maryelisepreston.com. Kisa at her website at www.keysaamaro.com. And we're all over the social media. It's all in the show notes. And if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible, and we need your help to get our message out. And of course, if you love the show, we would love it if you would go and head on over to iTunes and leave us an honest review. Simply go to iTunes, search for the podcast page, The Real Life Wellness. Oh my God, I forgot the name of our podcast. (laughs) The Real Life Wellness Podcast. (laughs) The Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa. Hit the tab for ratings and reviews and click on write a review. That's it. Super helpful. Awesome. Thanks, friends. We'll see you next time.